0: Friday, March the 3rd, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North rains Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody.
0: And we also have a special guest on this week, actually. Wow,
1: I feel blessed.
0: <laughs> the big kahuna himself.
1: Hello, everybody. <laughs> no, it's, it's not Brian. <laughs> it's... Uh...
2: It's a lovely Friday uh, afternoon here, the sun's shining, and uh, I'm sure the trees in the maple bushes are, are producing lots of sap today.
0: I hope so. We need to have that maple syrup for the pancakes, you know?
1: Mm. Well, we need something sweet with the way the markets have been kind of sour lately. So as we jump into it, corn had another poor week, you know, the last two weeks corn's uh, Down $15 old crop, $10 new crop. Soybeans were just positive for the week, up $3. They were up a few dollars last week also. So not
0: all sour. Not all (laughs) sour,
1: but it's uh, soybeans actually were down like 75 cents here over a few days. And then they gained it back. It's uh, the end of last week and then into this week, which was kind of funny. Spring wheat uh, just keeps going down. We were only down a few dollars this week, but like 12 last week. So it's like $15 for the two weeks. Winter wheat down of about $18 over the two weeks. A new crop just over $20 for two weeks. So the market is still looking at, still responding to the USDA's egg outlook form from two Wednesdays ago now, where they were projecting corn acres to up to from 88.7 million up to 91.5 trend yield of 181 half bushels which resulted in or would result in the second largest corn crop ever produced in the U.S.
2: Yeah okay that's the way they look at it from, from the middle of March but you know Jeff this crop can only get smaller.
1: Oh, but the USDA thinks it's great. The USDA is projecting Brazil's going to have a bumper crop too. So, if you had a bunch of corn in storage, would
2: you be selling it today? Oh,
1: can a farmer sell when the markets went down for two weeks not. in a row? That's
2: the answer I wanted. The <laughs> markets, everybody's on the beach. Don't be worried about it. We'll uh, we'll deal with marketing corn
1: come May. You know, a farmer can't sell when the markets are going down. You've got to wait for it to come back. The, uh, which is just the way that's our mentality, I think. So, you know, so let's say the markets have been pulling back. Soybeans, even though they've been a little bit stronger, you know, they did have a down period. They jumped back up. The, we look at, uh, you know, what's been driving soybeans. We've talked for the last six, seven months, Dolores, on soybean meal prices in the U.S. You know, they just keep ratcheting up, making the crush margin in the U.S., like somewhere near an all-time high, I think, they talk about every month. So
0: Yeah, we've talked about how the soybean complex is actually kind of split now, where it used to, if it, one went up, the rest went up, the other one, one went down, the rest went down, so now it's...
1: At times, you're right, we've had soybean oil and soybean meal both driving the market. Yeah. And it's uh, so funny when our markets, so let's say they're in a pessimistic view right now, read a report here about the soybean crush. So the soybean crush was down 1% in January from December. and But it's still higher than it was last year. So if you want to read that as a negative to bring down prices, that's a negative. But do you want to say that's a positive because it's still more than last year, it's a positive. But when the markets are in a negative mood, that's a negative.
0: You know, if we look at historical trends, trend lines, This is the time of year the USD comes out, and I don't know if it's just the winter blues or something, and they need a little pick-me-up. Oh, we're going to have the biggest crop ever, which is probably a little bit bearish for the market and helps it correct, and then spring planting gets done, and people get a little bit more excited and maybe a little bit more realistic about what's going on with their crops, and generally prices come up a little bit. Not saying that that's what's going to happen this year, but...
1: Well, they, is that where the farmers in Brazil are right now, then? If they they say their soybeans are a little over a third harvested, they're planting their safrina corn crop, but they, on the pessimistic side for their corn, they feel at least 20% of the acreage will go in outside of their optimum planting window. So, and which really for them that means their corn could be growing in when they normally get hot and dry, real hot and real dry. So that would be stressed the corn. But again, we go back to it, the USDA and the Brazilian egg ministry and that they're projecting record crop production in Brazil this year for corn.
0: Is there anything else driving the market down? Like did Russia and Ukraine come to an agreement or or is it just
1: well, that uh, the Black Sea Trade Agreement comes up for renewal March the nineteenth, just a couple days after St. Paddy's Day. I wonder if they'll be celebrating a renewal from St. Paddy's Day with a pint or two. So, <laughs> the
2: uh, well, I don't think there's too many St. Paddy's in uh, in the Ukraine. <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh, there's Irishmen everywhere. You know. Mm. So they're already they are negotiating the renewal. They say Russia is looking for more access for their crops on the world market, and there's more and more talk from the Western side of more uh, uh, economic sanctions on Russia. You know, not just on crops, but on everything. So who knows how it's going to go? But uh, the crops keep flowing out of the Ukraine and Russia through the Black Sea. They make a lot of, I guess since they don't know if this agreement is going to be extended it's got to be short-term sales like here I got another boatload who wants to buy it and how do you sell something quick cheap cheap you got to be lower than the market so they're keeping the world price of let's say wheat and corn low and as they keep their that world price low it makes exports out of North America expensive. hard to expensive hard to compete so eastern ontario ontario eastern ontario and quebec has lots of corn this year uh we need to export more corn to take it out of the local markets and the only way we can make exports is to make them less expensive you know there still are some world buyers that want to to know that they have a supply they can get a boat come first of july or whatever that they're not worried that it might be cut off from ukraine but maybe they'll pay a little bit more but not that much more. So that is keeping a kind of a, a lid on prices on here. China, as always, we, we're going to be back talking about them every week. They had some strong economic data this week. Uh, they're, after, they're post-COVID here in China. Post-COVID. Jeez, that sounds good. Instead of talking negative about COVID. They're, so their their numbers look good. They're purchasing soybeans from Brazil. They're purchasing uh, corn from Brazil. When Brazilian corn dries up, or like the supplies dry up, will they be going to the U.S. for corn?
2: Not if they can find it anywhere else, I'd say, Jeff. That's
1: about it. Not (laughs) if they can find it anywhere else. And and the thing is, from China, we never know. We never know what they need. There was rumors this week that they purchased corn from the U.S., that to help the price. One morning it was on the positive side. I think that was Wednesday. Later in the day they figure out no, nope, they had not purchased it, and then the price went down. Sure. So trade the rumor, sell the fact, or buy the rumor, sell it, whatever you know. We so we look around. The our corn in the locally again is too expensive on the world market, so there's limited exports. Soybeans are getting. Harder now to get into the world market because of Brazil's flooding the world market. Our trucking costs are going up again? Yes, we're
2: gonna have the what do they call that in Quebec? The
1: The Thaw period.
2: The thaw period. So Okay. So freight rates are in, in Ontario and Quebec are gonna go up a little bit as uh, trucks aren't able to haul a full load, right?
1: Yeah, it's roughly 20% less for the B-trains and more for the, uh, the uh, for and dumps. dumps and dumps. So it's, you know, was this a doom and gloom week? Uh, I was reading one columnist there in the DTN and his statement the other morning was, uh, when will the bottom hit for prices for these three commodities? You know, corn, soybeans, and wheat. Have we hit the bottom? Probably not. Technically speaking, things could go lower. Nobody knows. You know well, what?
2: we haven't had a discussion about uh, weather markets in North America now for uh, several months, right? So w- once that gets installed into the equation, and they are planting in the, in Texas and the Deep South, so you know what? The, the 2023 crop, you heard it here first, is now in jeopardy.
1: Well,
0: <laughs> are not you Mr. Optimistic?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I tell
2: you, prices are going to go higher.
1: They... Uh, pr- you heard it here first, Dwight says prices are going to go higher. Actually, one thing on the weather market, they do talk about their drought monitor in the U.S. all winter. They're actually in a better position right now for this year's crop than they were at the end of last year. Okay. But there still are some drought uh, droughted areas, so. Anyhow, we we continue to watch the market, uh, talk to people about target prices. You know, it's, uh, it's a way to take advantage when we do get these rallies. And we got the farm show coming up in a week or two. Two, two weeks.
0: Two weeks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, March fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. Finally.
2: If anybody needs a, a pass to get in, do you have some,
0: Dolores? I think I might have a couple extra yep. Yeah.
1: And we are proud sponsors of the farm show.
2: That's right, we are. It's a it's a great institution in the Ottawa Valley, and we enjoy. We're looking forward to going back after three years. Yes, right? we are. Yeah. We are. Uh, great to see everybody again in other
0: news we have set a date for our customer day june wednesday june 28th i know that's quite a ways away but mark your calendars
1: uh, and i predict great prices that day (laughs) (laughs) you promise (laughs) i promise (laughs) dwight says prices are going up and i predict great prices for our customer (laughs) day
0: Well, I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye for now. Bye-bye.